0: We're back. It's been a while, Randy, right? I've been busy. <laughs> I've been here. Yeah, you've been here. I know you have. <laughs> I missed like 12 of these with you. Oh man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Just finished my first 30 days at pros.com, P-R-O-S.com, um, which is the CFO's secret weapon in the fight against inflation and margin erosion. So uh, more about that later. But I've been um, appointed CMO there, and it's based in Houston. Fantastic company, an amazing group of people, just an extraordinary culture. Uh, very reminiscent of Microsoft, actually. So I'm feeling right at home. Um, I, I have noticed that when I tell them, your culture is a lot like Microsoft, there's a little bit of a, really? Uh, but it really is. It's it's a lot like Microsoft. I think the best parts of it, like um, there's some, you know, urban legend negative aspects of Microsoft culture. I didn't really notice those when I worked there. I always thought it was amazing, but I guess there's bad moments happen in bad teams, but I always worked in great teams with great bosses, so never had those problems, and I think that's just kind of carried over, and I've got an amazing boss. Um, Andres Reiner is the CEO at Pros and he's something special. Um, And it's uh, one of the main reasons I, I went to pros was for the people, and that's been proving to be an excellent decision. So that's uh, way more on that though, way more on that. We'll, we'll get into that and in kind of, my first 30 days was a pretty deep dive into all aspects of the business, so I've been um, pretty consumed, but started to poke my nose up above the water a bit and look around and thought, I'd start talk about marketing again, right? <laughs> what do you think, Randy? Do a little bit of marketing stuff? Well, let's do some marketing. Let's do some marketing? All right, we'll do some marketing. So. Uh, so <laughs> Someone asked me the other day, they said something like, "When they what did they say? They say, what's your favorite thing about marketing? I'm like, boo. <laughs> like, where do we start that conversation? Um, but, um, but anyway, so what I want to do today is talk about something that I have never talked about on the Copernican Shift. We've never blogged about it. And it maybe a blog post on this too would be a good idea, Randy. Like, take all the ones we're using for the raw material for this, and then let's uh, like like let's reference them all and then make our own like top, Let's make our own top 20 list or something. Like Get get like as many of these as we can. But sonic branding is something that's been going on for a really long time. Uh, and it's something that's so subtle, I don't think a lot of us think about it that much. Uh, it's just sort of there and you just assume like when the MGM lion roars at the beginning of a movie, it's like, oh, the MGM lion's roaring. But that is a great example and a very, very old example of sonic branding. And sonic branding is becoming more and more important in a world of podcasts, in a world of sort of quick connect, in a world of, you know, three minute videos. And in the, in the kind of the world that we're living in, what's fascinating to me is that audio uh, and sonic qualities are becoming more and more important all the time. And even, you know, Gary V, who is, um, you kind of, uh, Take them as you like. Uh, Gary Vee's been pushing sonic branding not just for large corporate brands but also for individuals and he's got sort of a a cheek popping noise that he's using for his which is because he's, I guess because he's really cheeky. Uh, So something like that. What would my sonic brand be, Randy? What's my sonic brand? Oh man, something. uh... Yes, this is not a good sign. Not a good sign. (laughs) Um, Some, something from like uh, Back to the Future or uh, Star, Star Wars, Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so, a combination, a mashup of Back to the Future and Star Wars Actually, you know what, that's not a terrible idea you could do that like a lightsaber sound they, that, would be, that would be awesome <laughs> please make it so I really, really like that idea <laughs> See, it says, I, this is just an example of how easy sonic branding really is <laughs> so let's go through let's go through sonic branding for a minute and let's talk a little bit about some examples of it because you know as I go through them I think a lot of you will be kind of do a oh my gosh I could have had a V8 kind of moment because um, they're obviously if I said hey give me your top ten favorite sonic brands I don't think most people would be able to rattle them off but uh, you if I said hey you know, think about the Netflix ta-dum, ta-dum sound. You know, do you think of that as a sonic brand? I like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's a sonic brand. Ta-dum, I am about to, you know, Netflix and chill. I'm ta-dum, I'm about to like binge watch, you know, the next, you know, 10, ten seasons of Game of Thrones or whatever it is you're going to watch, right? So, so I think that that Netflix sound has become a really strong sonic brand. I actually really like the Amazon Prime one as well. Whenever I hear that, I think about Man in the hightower um which is the very first um show that i kind of binged on amazon prime and so that sound became associated with that show and apparently the netflix sound actually was associated with um uh what's that first show that was really big on netflix about the president and um it's that uh, disgraced actor kevin oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah,
1: kevin, yeah spacey. Kevin, kevin spacey kevin
0: spacey what was his show? what was his show um yeah, you know, come on, people! People are screaming at me right now as they listen I to the know, podcast. Neither of us like, can remember. They, well, they're they're thinking about it. They're thinking about it. I um, know uh, we have got to we've got to get that. We got to build. What's that? House of Cards. House, House of, of cards. cards. See, it wasn't that hard. So, anyway. well, yeah, I used the, I used Google. You yeah, use Google. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Just remembered it. <laughs> Good job, <laughs> excellent recall. Uh, all right, so uh, what else we got? Intel sound. I, mean, I think most people like that Intel sound. And think, think what we'll do, Randy, is as I'm doing these um, and giving these examples. Well, I'll do I'll, I'll leave a little space here, so I'll put a colon in the uh, in the podcast so that you can insert the sound. So people go, oh, right, all right. So, and these sounds are typically. Um, around three three and a half seconds long that's classically what a sonic logo lasts for Some are longer like the windows 95 sound which brian eno wrote which is pretty cool uh, the windows 95 sound is six seconds long and ironically written on a mac so uh i don't know what that's all about but that was how windows 95 got its sound uh but anyway so just like well i'll just I'll leave a few seconds and you can insert the uh, sound. All right. So I'll say, uh, so let's just try it first with the uh, Intel. Uh, for example, the Intel sound. Thanks, Randy. Does that that sounds good. Is that about the right amount of time? Yeah, <laughs> that'll work. You'll go for that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And then uh THX is another great one. The audience is listening. Oh my gosh I love that THX sound right it's just like it was every time you hear THX you're just thinking you know this is gonna be an amazing film and it was always so exciting and it always started so quiet right and then the blue line would come in and see the audience is listening and it just build almost like some kind of scene it almost felt a little bit like alien like a little bit like, built into <laughs> THX, what a great sound. That is really one of the great sonic brands. Um, McDonald's, you know, I think they've done a nice job. Like the "I'm loving it" campaign when they first came out with "I'm loving it," I was like, "Are we? Are we loving it?" Um, but then, you know, they, they have this kind of like, um, you know, that's kind of bum 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 bum, you know, bum 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 ba bum, and I think that really works. And uh, and the "I'm loving it" just sort of because created kind of a very joyous quality about McDonald's which I think has really worked for the brand so I was I was wrong and being skeptical about that in the early days so here's an example of that McDonald's sound there we go I did a better job in on that one. Um, there is a really cool YouTube video, it's a couple minutes long I'll uh, we'll put a link to it in the blog post um, but it's every single startup and crash chime on a Mac um, and it's a pretty cool video. If you've been a Mac user for a long time, I've been buying Macs since you know a long time ago, 80s. Um, it's kind of cool to see them all in order. Uh, you think like, oh, I had that one, oh, I had that one, ooh, I had that one. Uh, it's pretty fun. But uh, we'll probably just think about any kind of startup sound. Those startup sounds are a form of sonic branding. Windows 95 I mentioned a second ago. Let's listen to that Windows 95 sound. This is a six-second Brian Eno song. Um, he's got a uh, Brian Eno is interviewed by the San Francisco uh, Chronicle, and uh, and they he's talking about the creative brief, and they said you know they had this like a really long creative brief. You want a piece of music that's inspiring and universal, and you know, blah blah blah, da da da, and optimistic and futuristic and sentimental and emotional. It's like this whole long list of adjectives, <laughs> and then at the bottom it said, "and it must be three and a quarter seconds long." And he thought he thought. It was, Funny and amazing and he, he described it as like a little, this little piece of music is like a tiny little jewel. And uh, Microsoft pieces, it was pretty neat. Um, we talked about Netflix. Uh, Xbox has got a pretty good Sonic brand as well. Yep, there it is. And, and T-Mobile, I mean the T-Mobile one's excellent. It's so sweet. It's so quick. I mean what i love about the t-mobile song is that it's a telephone you know it's like it's but it's not it's like it's like a different kind of phone they've done amazing that that t-mobile one is amazing i think another one which is great is um southwest airlines you know that the bing you know the essentially the call chime for the flight attendant i think that's uh, like another great piece of sonic branding that they tie into their selling line as well uh and, and and there are many, many, many others. And so so Randy, what what would you add in? What do you have any favorite Sonic brands? Uh you hit Xbox, which is yeah. a favorite. Okay. How about how about the Green Giant? Is the Green Giant Ho count? ho ho. Oh my god, that's an yeah, amazing ha, ha, ha. one. Oh, let's listen to that one for a second. Oh ho, ho, ho Green Giant. That's great. Yeah, no, Green Giant's an excellent example. Uh, Nokia is not a bad one. They had a they had a really interesting ringtone. It was that real electronic. Let's <propulsion> listen, listen to that for a second. All right, all right. You know, NBC. You know, that's a great sound. Let's insert that one here for a second. Listen to NBC. All right, and then. And then, you know, there's so many others. I think what we've almost missed sometimes is just how many Sonic brands there are out there. And I'll say, this is a pretty big marketing trend. Everyone's trying to get into it. Uh, Everyone's trying to create a Sonic brand that sort of makes the company stand for something. Um, I'm going to be working on a Sonic brand for pros. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a little fun with it. And I think we'll have a Sonic brand for, uh, for Copernican Shift pretty soon what else would we do besides lightsabers though Randy? let's brainstorm this for a second lightsabers is a great idea, love lightsabers what else could we have? because it's Copernican shift, is there some kind of sound that would be like the planets rushing around the sun? Uh, yeah, space uh, you can't hear like, that in space, so it would be very quiet right? look at that yeah. Yeah, song, right? yeah. no? okay. yeah, kind of sounds like a lightsaber. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a combination of lightsaber spinning in the air, very Copernican shifty. Uh, and and so let and then it's this this whole concept of branding. Let's talk about this for a second because you know I think that what you know what when when people come to brand you know there's this. And this is where I think we can have this kind of broadcast conversation conversation, which is, you know, the broadcast marketing of the 20th century was very much, you know, I'm going to tell you what my brand is. And the, you know, 21st century is all about conversational marketing, which is you tell me what you think of me. That's in that what other people think of you is your brand. Now, that's always been true. You know, it's always been true that what other people think of you is your brand. It's just that people weren't able to network, amplify and connect. On what they thought of a brand the way they can today, and so brands are being more heavily judged by the opinion of others because there are m- more visible opinions and uh, more connected opinions. Now, the cool thing is, of course, you know, with products like Sprinkler and many other things that are out there, you can actually now measure this, and so you can you can pull it in and you can actually understand what the sentiment about your brand is. And so, you know, it's it's a bit of a two double edged sword. I mean, on one hand, you know you know some people, I don't, I don't agree with this, but some people bemoan the fact that the connected networks control brands in ways they didn't before. But on the other hand, you've never been able to know what consumer sentiment was about your brand uh, as well before, and so I think the uh, positives far outweigh the negatives because I think in the past people always had some sort of negative or some perception of your brand that you couldn't really measure very well, and now you can. Uh, and so, where does sonic branding fit into that? Uh, to a certain extent, I think the sonic brand is something that is a little bit more broadcasty, right? It's a little bit more like this is what we stand for. On the other hand, it does create a handle for conversation. This is where I think it's quite interesting. It's got a conversation kind of connection because the, the, the sonic brand itself so quickly communicates what the brand is, that it's it's a little bit more subtle and it makes you drive a brand impression without the brand yelling at you. I'll tell you what I mean. So I've, I've used this example of comedian many, many times. So I'll, 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 I'll I'll briefly mention it again. for those of you who have not heard this, we'll, we'll give you a link to a more lengthy description of this, but let me do the quick one right now, which is the great communicators, in my opinion, are comedians because they have a very specific communication objective. They want the audience to think that they're funny. They have different reasons why, they have different brand characters, but their goal is identical. Every single comedian wants you to think that they're funny. If they were to go on stage and behave like a marketer and say that they're funny and tell you that they're funny and repeat that message over and over again, you wouldn't think they're very funny. You would get the message but you wouldn't believe it. And this is unfortunately what most marketers do. Most marketers tell you what they want you to believe about them, but you're like, eh, I'll read the reviews, or I don't know if I believe you. Or in fact, the more you tell me that you're this way, the less I think you are. Like, it's it's really tricky when someone tells you how to think about them, you tend to back away from that. What does a comedian actually do? They send out a stimulus. See where I'm going here? Yep, yeah, thank you. That sharp ones in the audience. Pretty pricked up their ears. They send out a stimulus. That stimulates, gets a reaction. You laugh, hopefully, Uh, and and while you're laughing, you think to yourself, wow, she's really funny. And it's that that moment of she's really funny that you say to yourself, no, sometimes you might say to a seatmate or something, but you say that to yourself and you believe it because you are laughing. You know that she's funny because she's making you laugh. And so when someone asks you, how was the comedian? your comment is she's hilarious I couldn't stop laughing like you've made that conclusion on your own and it'd be very difficult for someone to shake that out of you if someone could say no she's not she's not funny at all you're like uh, no she's very funny and you're like I don't think she's funny well okay but I, I found I thought she was hilarious like you would not really be shaken from that I can't even imagine what it would take for you to deny the reality of the experience you had right Okay, so sonic branding, I think, sits somewhere in between broadcast and conversation, and that what the sonic brand does is it just elicits a moment. Right? So if you think about that Netflix sound, it doesn't, it's not Netflix is here, right? It doesn't say that. It makes you oh, what's that sound? Right? It makes you replay the brand in your mind without the brand telling you to replay it in your mind. It makes you replay the brand name in your mind without the brand name being inserted in your mind or, you know, or the experience. It could be a startup experience or whatever the thing is that you're meant to recall. So what sonic branding does, and this is where it's, I think, highly nuanced and I think very, very powerful, is that when you hear that sound, you are doing a brand recall And probably attaching some emotion, because music elicits emotion, so attaching some emotion to that, that makes you feel excited or happy or more engaged with the brand. The Windows 95 one, I'll just go back to that for a second, I mean that was a really big launch for Microsoft. Windows 95 really changed the company. And what they were looking for was inspiring, exciting music that made people excited about creating and doing new things. You know, there wasn't like a drudgery sound, which, was, you know, let's face it, most of the time people were starting up Windows 95 was to do an Excel spreadsheet, right? But Windows 95 startup sound made me feel like the future was possible. Uh, then I did my Excel spreadsheet. And, and I think there's something very powerful in that. And so as we were thinking about bridging between broadcast and conversation, I think sonic branding is a key part of that. And I actually think sonic branding may be more important today than ever before as a way of reinforcing brand equity and creating a conversational back and forth inside the customer's mind that make them think in positive ways about you. So uh, that's why you'll see me doing more in sonic branding than I've done in the past and talking about it more as well. So, uh, so that's kind of, I think that's my, um, that's my soapbox for the day. Any other good sonic branding examples, Randy? Well, this isn't exactly an example, but Harley Davidson tried to patent the sound of their their motorcycles. Well, let's hear that sound for a second. I think you could patent that. I mean, Harley Davidson, it's yeah. a very distinctive sound. It is. It's a but very it was a distinctive was Very distinctive sound. After, right? yeah. So that's their Sonic brand. I mean, if Tesla could do theirs, if Tesla was just patent their sound, it would be just silence, <laughs> <laughs> which is the same sound as planets spinning around the sun well you're being very technical about this planet spinning around the sun thing by the way in space no one can hear you screaming. yeah screaming but you can hear the planets come on it's the screaming you can't hear <laughs> anyway so so if you think of any others randy fire them in at the end of this just like throw in a sort of a set of random sounds and you know at home you can all play along and see if you can guess what the sonic brands are and then we'll We'll update it in the blog post. But, um, but that's it for today. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Grad. This is the Copernican Shift. And I'll see you later.